Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hello and welcome. This is Denise Michaels, and I am here with Dr. Kelly Ward book author. We don't have your title yet, but we'll get there. Um, and today is Saturday, December 31st, 2016. So you are my last client meeting of 2016. Woo-hoo! Awesome. Woo-hoo! Oh. Yeah. Uh, you know, anyway. I, I can see all these negative things on social media about 2016, but there's a lot of good things for 2016 too. So, you know, I, but I'm ready for the new year. Right, right, right. Well, I got a brand new client that signed up yesterday, so he said, I want to sign up before it's 2017. So anyway, he's in Australia, so I haven't had a client, you know, down under like that for a number of years. So I've had him in Europe and Canada and things like and, that. And they but, already celebrated New Year's, right? I mean, I think I saw something yeah. that they happy yeah. New Year. Yeah, their, their New Year happened at... 5 a.m. my time. Right. So that helped me figure out it's like, okay, it's a 19-hour difference, you know. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, it is crazy. So anyway, um, let's talk about your book. How are you feeling about everything? Uh, Still pretty good. You know, I I still don't, you know, even writing, what's the book about? I'm like, is this too esoteric and too wide-ranging and too, you know, because when I looked at yours, I'm like, oh, you already know exactly what the book was about. Like, that, you know, and you had a title. And so I was like, well, I don't know if I've quite got my head around what I'm going to actually write. Well, remember, the book overview that you see for my book, okay, yeah. it's like I didn't even know about the book proposal stuff until my book was already, like, about halfway done. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, so then my former boss, um, Robert Allen, asked me to create, like, a a webinar course on how to create an awesome book proposal, and Mm -hmm. the book overview is part of the proposal, and I, you know, I had read a bunch of books about it, and I said, is it okay if I call your uh, former publishers at Simon & Schuster and your current publisher, John Wiley? He said, sure, you know. So I picked up the phone and called them, and I said, what do you want to see, you know, in this stuff? So at any rate, that's kind of what I based my mind on and my instructions to my clients is conversations with top publishers as well as all the books that I've read and my own experience. So here's what I thought is, first off, it's nicely written. I mean, you're a good writer, Kelly. You know, give yourself some credit. Like, you might decide you want the ghostwriting just because you need the time for 27 million other things. But, you know, you're you're fine as a writer, you know, as far as that goes, okay? So um, the first sentence, when I read the first sentence, Kelly's book is about setting goals, taking risks, and never giving up. I'm like, motivational, personal development, right? Mm-hmm. You know? and it is, but it's not. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So when you say write, what thoughts come up for you? Well, you know, I'm, I don't want to write a self-help book. But, you I know. know. I know. But I, I know. want to write what that, that could help people. You know, so it's hard to, you know, I don't want it to be in the self-help section. I want, you know, and I don't exactly. want it to be in the self-help exactly. But I don't wear I guess it's going to be in the political section is where I would think it would be. Um, but that's, that's where you need to be. But you look yeah. at, say, for example, um, Dana Perino's book, you yeah. know, and that one pops up into my mind because I met her at Barnes & Noble locally, yeah. you know, and 
all the people were all excited and getting their books signed and everything. So anyway, but Dana Perino's book is about politics, but woven through that are the personal growth examples. Yes. Right? Which humanizes you and makes you lovable. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So your book really is about taking, I mean, like the first time you talked with me, or it might have even been messages back and forth on, on LinkedIn, you know, it was about taking on the D.C. Dragon. Yes. You know, and and so we could build off of that and say, my book is about the experience of taking on a D.C. Dragon and the lessons learned along the way, you know, yeah. to help you with setting goals, overcoming obstacles, taking risks, and never giving up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, I mean, really, that's not so much rewriting as it's just kind of copying and pasting and moving the political part to the top of it. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Because... You know, uh, my marketing rule number four from my book is people buy based on emotion and they back it up with logic. Yes. Right? You know, I'm sure you've heard that before. So, yeah, yeah, of course. So, at any rate, I mean, there's a lot of emotion and even just just the fact that you you use the word dragon, you know, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, you know, I, I, I don't think of John McCain as, as a dragon, but when he wants to push his agenda, he can be pretty, you know, right? Fire-breathing, yes. Right. I mean, you know, he's he's an 80-year-old man, you know, but I well, mean... I sometimes the, I call him a DC dinosaur also. Tyrannosaurus <laughs> yeah. Rex. Dinosaur to dragon, right? dragon to dinosaur, I don't know, something, you know. Tyrannosaurus Rex, you think of them with their little arms, you know. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's up to you. You know, but, you know, I mean, there there is a dinosaur aspect which might be positive for you in terms of going up against him, you know. Um, I think that, I think that McCain runs a lot on his laurels of, you know, being in the Vietnam War and being a prisoner of war and all of those things. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they're good laurels. They're, you know, it's like... It's funny because I used to work for this famous author, right? And people, once in a blue, once in a while, they would say, "Well, he's just resting on his laurels," you know, because he would tell this story from the seventies of how he went from like obscure nothing to kind of a big deal. And yeah. I would say, "Yeah, but they're pretty damn good laurels, aren't they?" That's right. you know, and that's the same thing with John McCain. It's like he kind of rests on his laurels, but they're pretty darn good ones, right? You know, right? So. As far as the first section of the book overview, which is like, what is the book about? Mm -hmm. I think it makes sense to kind of put the politics up front Mm -hmm. and then follow it by, you know, almost like a whiz gap, you know, like what's important about that is what I learned along the way. And you'll learn about setting goals, taking risks, overcoming obstacles, and never giving up. Okay. And I do think, do you want to say in the book that you're, I mean, when when are you planning to, like, officially, officially announce for well, the I mean, 2008? Well, I'm officially a candidate, but, you know, we haven't had any big events or anything like that. So, um, you know, it might be, if I can get it done, it might be part of the whole, you know, shebang. It really could be part of it really could be part of the book launch. You know, like yeah. let's say uh we're going into the new year right now. Let's say that your book is written and done by July or August. Mhm. Okay. You know, yeah. it's like that that's that's like just a little over a year. How early do um Senate candidate candidates announce? It, it it varies. I mean, the last time I announced on July 14th for the race, August 30th. So. Okay. All right. So I mean, and there were people actually, who were announced before me. I mean, there was a guy that got in the race in February, you know, before. But right. Uh, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, obviously for president we see it's almost like a year and a half approximately. But yeah. I've seen people announce for Senate a year before. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, who knows? Your book launch party could be a great campaign kickoff, you know? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, so yeah, so that would be my suggestion on this particular, you know, answering this question is the um, – is kind of putting the the politics a little more front and center, you know. Mm-hmm. So then, then we don't have confusion. The last thing you want in the world, Dr. Kelly, is any confusion at all about what section in the bookstore it belongs. Yes. Okay. Yes. Did I say that once before? No, I. But I know too, because when I was writing it, I was like, well, you know, right. You know, and that's I. You know, I encountered that with a lot of my clients. It's like, well, it could go in this one and this one. It's like, you know, I'm sorry. I appreciate the fact that you're open-minded, but bookstore buyers are not necessarily open-minded, and they're going to be looking very specifically for where this book goes. Otherwise, they don't buy it. Right. You know. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, in that way, you could use campaign funds to to promote could you use campaign funds to promote the book? Uh I don't know. I'd have to ask my SEC compliance person. Yeah. 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 Only one I think if, if you weren't like well, I mean the last time I had to be extremely, extremely careful because John McCain was looking at every single thing that I did. Sure. Not that of I would be extremely careful anyway. Um, of course. But I don't know if Jeff Blake will be um watching me like a hawk the way John McCain did. His campaign filed a complaint against me for not filing a form that I was never notified that I had to file. Wow. By the Senate Senate, um, Ethics Committee. So basically, we submit our report to the FEC. The FEC reports our stuff to the Senate Ethics Committee. The Senate Ethics Committee sends you a a form, and then you send it back. So we filed our report to the FEC. They filed it with the Senate Ethics Committee, but they were too far behind to file it, so I couldn't be timely because they never even notified me, but they complained about it. That's how yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, didn't yeah. get, I didn't get in trouble. I just said, okay, I'll file it. I, now that I know about it, I can send it to you. Okay. But, so, yeah, so uh, I'll check with that. Okay. All right. Um, I mean, just for you, you know, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if all the proceeds of the book were going into your campaign fund, you know, then I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's that's not my bailiwick. I'm just curious. <laughs> but it's so. a good question to know the answer to. Right. Okay. So I'm going to the second paragraph, which is like, who is the book for? Okay. Um, mm-hmm. The book is for open-minded, motivated readers. Should we have the word conservative in there? Do I have it in there? No. No, you don't. You don't have it in there. But I'm thinking, should we? Well, I don't. I didn't want to limit it to only people who say they're conservative because I think it has uh, potential for for anybody who you know wants to do something they think they can't do. They don't just have to be okay. conservative. But it probably will okay. be you have a conservative they, event. Right. Right. So they they could they be in the moderate. Yeah. They could be in the moderate column as well, right? right. Independent yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Like they they could have they could have voted for Hillary but held their nose while they did it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 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 Um, yeah. I you know I I uh, and I also hope that some people who aren't in my political spectrum might be willing to look at it. Uh, just to kind of get another perspective. Not and, and I don't want it to be a perspective that will make their head explode. You know, I, I don't know if I mentioned to you, sometimes I listen to left-sided talk radio and left-sided, you know, more news programs, um, you know, and some of them do make your head want to explode. Some of them just make you think, huh, okay, I see where they're coming from on that. And so I would like to be able to provide that to the other side as well. Okay. All right. So, like, be a guest on... Public, you know, NPR or yeah. something of that nature, right? Yeah. One of my best interviews was actually on uh, on public television in Tucson. 
Right, right, yeah, right. Okay. All right, they're eager to learn about politics from the inside from someone they can trust. They like to read especially stories that are inspiring about Yeah, and then the other thing is is that when we had our you know, again, our very early conversations, it was like, Do I do a book about taking on the D C dragon or do I do a book about getting how to get involved in politics? Right? And so you've got a little of that element in the answer mm-hmm. to this question, um, which um, how important is that part to you? Because I just want to kind of well, maybe maybe that's something for a second book. You know, once you establish yourself um, and and draw people in, it might be something that down the road, how do you how do you do it? It could be in a second. But could we could we possibly? Um, widen the demographic from people who want to start something big, whether they're running for political office or starting a business or starting a charity. How would you feel about that? Yeah, I think that's great. You know, because that widens your demographic. And if you have, like, a little information about, you know, running for what it's like, I mean, what you need to do to run for political office, that can be a springboard to a second book on that topic. Yeah. You know, yeah, right? I think that's a great idea. I, I mean, you're kind of an entrepreneur, you know, having had a medical practice and everything, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, I see yeah. myself as entrepreneurial. Okay, you know, that, okay, good. Uh, and I've, I've had both experiences, being my own boss, doing my own business, and working for someone else, and I can tell you that being your own boss is much better. It's, it's being your own here, boss, what? What did you say? It's much riskier, but it's much better. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't bear the thought of working for somebody. I work for all my clients, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, right. I mean, that's true of anybody that owns a business. So, Okay. They like to research especially on how to get make their world a better place. See, you know, and like making your world a better place can happen in a lot of ways. You know, mm-hmm. political running for political office is one great way to do that. Starting a business is a great way to do that. You know, um, starting a charitable organization is a great way to do that. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. readers are political, politically savvy or they want to be. I think that's good. I like that. Okay. They listen to talk radio and watch 24-hour news for a few hours each day. Okay. So they're plugged into the headlines. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're plugged into the headlines. Okay. Um, they are seeking. I would say they seek rather than are seeking. That's just a little Okay. Thing, you know. Uh, yeah, it's always better to be, not, don't be passive. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's the passive voice and it's also yeah. the, um, you know, making it tight, lean and muscular, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing to know is that when I wrote my first book, um, the rule was you were not supposed to use contractions in books. You know, like you have they are rather than yeah. they are. T-A-D-Y apostrophe R-E. Now, you know, I mean, you can do either one, but I find, you know, now when I'm helping clients with books and I do editing, you know, unless they tell me, Denise, I don't want any contractions, I typically use contractions just because it keeps moving the reader through and it really has become what we're familiar with. I mean, we really live in a much more casual world than when we grew up, you know. Oh, yeah. Right? But, I mean, you think about all the, the slang and, and, I mean, just words that you know are incorrect. They're, they're, they're incorrect grammar all the way, but people still use them. Yeah, no, I won't. I won't. That makes my... Me too. You know, Me when, too. I mean, you know, like the, the texting language, you know, when people use that in environments that are not texting, that just, like, sets my yeah. teeth on edge, but... You know, but yeah, but but contractions are are fine now in books. Okay. Okay. All right. They're seeking someone who shares common ground, and then you don't even have to say with them. It's just okay. they're seeking someone who shares common ground. Period. Okay. They're looking for that gem among the rhinestones. 
They want to believe, and of course I read this earlier too, I'm just re-going through it. They want to believe, you remove the word that, you'll find them like really up there when it comes to the words that and very. Everyone in okay. politics isn't only isn't only out for themselves. Okay. They want someone they can Yeah, I would flip those two. They want someone what instead of someone, what if you said they want leaders they can believe in? Mm-hmm. Like that a little bit better? Yeah. Connect with and join I would take out the word on, you know, mm-hmm. join a quest to make America a better place for themselves and, and take out the word for, and their families. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, women may be more naturally attracted to the book because it's written by someone like them. However, um, um, I would just say men may also be intrigued. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Kelly's book is groundbreaking because most political figures write a biography and expect everyone to fall in love with them. You know what? I I honestly haven't read a whole lot of political books. Um, I read a book by Colin Powell quite a few years ago, and I read a Reagan book a number of years ago, and I felt like they wanted people to agree with their policy. Yeah. It was like they were they were providing the explanation on policy that they never really were able to give while being interviewed in like Meet the Press or whatever. Yeah. Right, right. Right. What Donald Trump's doing on Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Or trying to do on Twitter. What what was that? Trying to do on Twitter. Trying to do on Twitter, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that guy. I'll tell you. So, all right. Let's keep up this process. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we might have a difference of opinion on that, but that's okay. All right. They write stilted stories about how great they are. Okay. Few people. You know what? One time I saw Colin Powell. This is many years ago. This was when he was not Secretary of State, but what do they call that when you're in charge of the military? Chief of Staff? Yeah, Secretary, Secretary of Defense. Secretary of Defense. Defense. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It was during the Bush one, yeah. um, you know, um, everything. And they interviewed him, and the guy who interviewed him on 60 Minutes said, I understand you had a D-plus average in, in college. And Powell just leans back a little bit in his chair, smiles, and says, it's a great country, isn't it, Ed? (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was really cute. Yeah. So, anyway, it's a great country, isn't it, Ed? Okay, they sit on shelves like trophies, but they don't do the job. Okay, so when you say they don't do the job, what job do you feel they should be doing? Well, the job of, of of inspiring people to to know that they could they could do something too. The the books that I've seen are are just too much about. I mean, and I know they're supposed to be about the person, but there's you know it's just uh, it's, it's very self-serving, is what you're saying. Yeah. It's very yeah. self-serving. Right. It's all about them, which I think that's what's wrong with politics. It's all about them. It's not about all of us and everything else right. around. Right, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This book will weave stories into a fabric that's not all about Dr. Kelly, but one the reader knits together into a story about, what if we said a story about the reader? Is that what you intended there? Yes, yes. And herself or himself? Yes. Let's say something like a story about the reader. And then I would say, or dumb or impossible. Right. I would say it inspires them rather than her. It inspires them to be all they can be. Okay. And then it provides advice. So that way we're removing the gender piece there. It provides 
advice on how to actually do it. Okay. It will have the feel of a... Uh, you know, people use the term um, page turner. Okay. You know, in other words, you can't stop reading and, and, you know, it will have the feel of a page turner instead of fiction books. A page yeah. turner you don't want to put down. You know, because if you're using the term fiction, it's like, no, 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 no. This is like true stuff. Right. Okay? Yeah. No one's there to be any confusion. But, I mean, I wrote a crazy marketing book and people said it was a page turner. You know, yeah. they said they'd be until 2 o'clock in the morning. They couldn't put it down or they got up in the morning and started reading it again and they're like they got the book over here and they're brushing their teeth at the same time, you know, right? I mean, those are the things that you want, right? That's right. Okay. Okay, the readers will feel, uh, instead of the reader, let's just say readers, take out the word the. Okay. Readers will feel and then remove the word like and say they, and rather than she, have, H-A-V-E, a new friend. Yeah. Okay. An ally, rather than that, say who, inspires her to accomplish her dreams, but never judges. You can take out the her right there for the choices she makes. Should should I say an ally who inspires uh, accomplishments, accomplishment of dreams, but never judges the choices made? So in other words, taking out the, the she's? Yeah. 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 I think that's a good idea. Okay. An ally that inspires, what if we said the accomplishment of dreams? Yeah. You know, and then instead of but never, you say without judging for the choices each reader makes. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, it helps her. Um, uh, okay, so then I would say readers and take out it helps her too. Yeah. I'm take that out and say readers will understand each choice Remove the word that. Mm -hmm. No matter how big or small, makes a difference. You don't have to run for office. Period. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then that's where I would plug in, um, you know, starting a business or a charitable organization or other valuable ways to make a difference. You know, because now we're widening the demographic. Yes. Right? Because whether they whether they run for political office or not, you want their vote. Right. <laughs> right? You know? Yes. So, yes. all right. Everyone has something to offer to improve the world we live in. Very nice. Okay. All right. I am the ideal person to write this book because I actually took a leap of faith. Instead of to try to, I would take out the to try. I actually took a leap of faith to accomplish a dream. Okay. Okay. My world, you know, um, instead of wasn't always, it's kind of, somehow it feels like a double negative in there. So I'd say something like, my world often felt unstable as a child. My world often felt unstable as a child. And then many moves, schools, divorced parents, a devastating house fire that led to living in a motel. And then I would put a period there. Okay. Okay. Now you have but, comma, each experience led me to a place where I could do something, take out the word that. I've got a that problem, it appears. 
No, you don't have a VAT problem. The entire American human race has a VAT problem, including me. I mean, when I first write and I just do sort of stream of consciousness, just get it out of my brain onto the page, I do the same thing. You know, it's just in going through, you know, and, and I think the reason is because that's how we talk. Right. Right? You know, and they say write the way you talk. Well, that's good to get it out of your head. But don't keep it that way, you know? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That. Um, and then take out the word very as well. Um, and, and here's my thought on very. Whenever you use the word very, it's kind of like the word that comes after it is not quite strong enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like if we said, you know, a, um, a tiny fraction of people or a minuscule number of people, right? Those are more strong words than very few. Okay. Okay. So, like, instead of, like, something is very red, I might say it's crimson or it's blood red. Right. Right? If something is very big, I might say it's gargantuan or it's massive or something. Okay. So whenever I see very, what I'll do is, um, do you know how to use the thesaurus in words? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah, so what I'll do is I'll do a thesaurus check on the word that comes after very, like the word few here, and I'll go, okay, is there another word that's stronger and more emotionally compelling I can put in its place and then just get rid of the word very? And these are just little tiny things that start making your writing more lean and muscular like a Ferrari. Okay. Okay? All right. Uh, but each experience led me to a place where I could do something. Very few people uh, were take on John McCain yeah, in the U.S. Senate race in Arizona. I had to be bold, fresh, and fearless. All right? I had to stand up to negativity and outright lies. I had to dive into the political swamp in hopes of being someone to help drain it. Now, I kind of like how you use that because that's kind of ripped from the headlines. Yeah. You know, although I think I heard a couple days that Trump is going to stop using the drain the swamp thing. Yeah, because he's probably going to put the plug back in. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people that saying, like, well, how is he draining the swamp when he's picking all these billionaires and whatever? It's like, wait a minute. These are not lifetime civil servants, you know. These are people who have record of, like, big accomplishments, and that's draining the swamp. Because you figure anybody that comes out of, you know, politics or any of that stuff, they they were not entrepreneurial. Right. Right? Yeah. They were like, how do I follow along to get along that you have to be that kind of mindset? Otherwise, jobs like that in your 20s and 30s are going to drive you nuts, right? (laughs) So, okay. All right. I maintained my light. I like this. I maintained my light in a very dark, murky world, okay? And I would say in the, and take out a very, I maintained my light in the dark, murky world of politics. Okay. And um, would, I mean, I know a Senate race is a state race, but it is kind of a national position, too. It kind of straddles yes. both sides of the fence, you know? It does. Yeah. So um, I would say I wasn't successful. However, I didn't give up. I combine okay. those two sentences. Okay. You know, and then now what we want to do is we want to create like a cause and effect. Okay. Okay. Um, So I would say something like, as a result, comma, I continue to learn, to grow, and to seek joy. Very nice. All right. So then you might say something like, my story isn't a pat 
happily ever after story of instant success, comma, though I'm very happy, period. Okay. Okay. How does that feel to you? No, that feels great. That feels great. Okay, good. All right. My perspectives and my experiences are different from many in politics. Um, instead of I can, I would say I will bring my experiences to life in a way that will inspire others not to give up on dreaming big because they fear failure or ridicule. I'm living proof going through the fire makes you stronger, period. Take out the and, start the next sentence with, even if you miss the mark on your ultimate goal, I would say the first time, even if you miss the mark on your ultimate goal the first time, you can accomplish a lot. And then winning may not be the only reason for the journey. Okay. And then if you were putting this like, you know, a lot of what happens with the overview is it can become really good marketing copy for the book, Mm -hmm. you know. So winning may not be the only reason for the journey. And then I would put like a colon there. And then, you know, I know we didn't talk about this when I gave you the assignment, but it just seems perfect right here. And then um, a list of bullets, the people you meet, bullet, the experiences you have, bullet, the knowledge you gain, bullet, the hope you give, bullet, the joy you bring to others and that they bring to you, bullet. You know, I would just like bullet each one of those. Okay. And then like your last sentence is all, and you can remove the word of, all mm-hmm. these things make a difference in your world and make America a better place for you, your family, and your world or and your community. You know, because you want to widen out yep. beyond the family because you want them interested in politics, right? Right. right. Okay. So how does this feel? Good. I'm a little bit uh, hesitant about what, how to change the first, the first part, how to rearrange it all. Okay, hold but on I, here. Let me, let me, let's go back to that because I, I started getting more specific as we got into it. Right. All right. Yes. So let's, let's play with this from the beginning. Uh, Kelly's looking for a go take a risk. Don't understand. They don't reflect on their experiences. Okay. Um, all right, so the fourth or fifth line, there's a sentence that says, the book is a roadmap for making a difference. All right, so what I would do is I would, um, I would copy and paste that to the beginning, and I would say, this book is a roadmap for making my, making a difference using my history as a normal woman who never dreamed of being a politician but ended up taking on a D.C. dragon. So if I had some minor changes in those two sentences and plug them in at the very beginning. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and then I would say many people love this country and want to make a difference in their community, their state, and the world, but they don't know where to begin. Wait, say that one more time. Um, many your people. second sentence here. Many people love yeah. this country. It's the second sentence you have on the first paragraph here. Yeah, many yeah, people yeah, yeah. love this country and want to make a difference in their da 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 da. Okay. So the next one is they don't understand their purpose. Um, that sounds just a teeny bit condescending to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, more like, you know, they're still struggling to figure out their purpose. Okay. Something like that. Okay. 
then I would say, then I would jump in with Kelly's book is about setting goals, taking risks, and never giving up in the face of obstacles. Because then the word obstacles goes back to D.C. Dragon. So setting goals, taking risks, and and overcoming obstacles? I would say never giving up in the face of obstacles. Ah, in the face of obstacles. Okay. How does that feel? Good. Good? Okay. All right. Okay. And then, you know, you could go from, then you can go from there. So would you right. take out, don't reflect on their experiences, just take that out? Yeah. Keep it for after uh, yeah, they, you, Again, when you say they don't reflect on their experiences, um, that's kind of like, right. it's kind of like a negative way to address it. But if we could flip it to a positive and say, when they reflect on their experiences and determine what skills, talents, and abilities they've been blessed on, they discover how they can make a difference. Okay. Right? So we're flipping yes. it from the negative to the positive. So. Okay. And towards the bottom of this paragraph, you know, where it says, I will attempt to connect with the reader. You're not attempting anything. You are doing it, girlfriend. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. I'll connect with the reader in a way that makes memories for them. Period. Okay. You know, and then and, just say, my, my story will, well, should I just say, my story will elicit emotional responses or... We well, what if we said what if we said something like this? Okay, um, my stories will take the reader on an emotional journey, right? So that's like up and down, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. My stories will take them on an emotional journey and help them think of their own lives. Blah 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 blah. Okay. Okay. Mhm. Yay. Good. And what about the stuff about the connect on social media? Should I just take that out? Yeah. Yeah. Take it out. Yeah, because this is this is strictly about the book. Okay. I mean, that's that's going to be part of your promotional strategy, and it's important. And I'm glad you're thinking that way. <laughs> yeah. But it's not. It's not the, um, you know, it's 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 not the book. So. Right, it's not important for that right now. Okay. 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 Very Alrighty. Good. All right. So, your first homework assignment will be kind of tweak that thing up a little bit. You know, but you can see it's not a lot of major changes. It's just kind of moving things around and tightening things up. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so let's go on to the next thing with our time remaining today. And that is, how are you feeling about your book as we're going through and doing all of this? Is it starting to feel a little more like, wow, this is this is going to be a real thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of getting giddy to, like, start writing something that's actually real. I see know? the shoulders going. It's, I see yeah. the shoulders. <laughs> okay. All right. And I want to get myself into more of a habit of, you know, doing a little bit every day, um, but I don't know if I need to yet. Uh, you know, I think when we, I think when we start with the chapters, yeah, that's when. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to, you know, when we wrap up our calls, uh, you know, unless you're like running off to a meeting or something like that, I'm going to ask you to like look at your calendar. And determine what times are you going to write, right? And email them to me, like between that day and the next time we're going to meet. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. So the next thing we're going to work on 
Da, 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 da. Here's yeah, your book outline. Right. Okay. Okay. And here's how you're going to do your book outline. Okay. All right. It's a very cool process, and we're going to do it in small little increments of like 10 to 15 minutes each. Okay. You know, like you're going to do something on this for maybe 10 minutes, and then you're going to get up and go walk your dog. Okay. Are you going to do something yep. for another time? We are putting our dog tomorrow. So, I, you know, my my regular dog that I always have that's been in Havasu is now going to move to Okay. All right. Or you're going to do something for 10 minutes, and then you're going to go call your mom or something. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like you're, you're going to do this in small chunks. Okay. Okay. So the first thing, I'm sure you have like a timer on your smartphone. Yes. Okay, and you're going to do this, you're going to kick it old school, and you're going to do this on paper. I have lots of paper, you see. Good, good. So that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay. And what I want you to do is I want you to sit down with a timer. Okay. Set it for 10 minutes. And then I want you to write down all the major topics you want to cover in your book. Okay? Okay. And see if you can shoot for about maybe 15 to 20 of them. Okay. You know, if it's 14, it's fine. If it's 22, it's fine. But kind of in that range. Okay. Okay. Those are your major topics. Now, at this point, you're going to need like single sheets of paper. So you're either going to tear them out of your spiral bound notebook there or you're going to pull them out of your printer. Okay. Okay. Then, you know, after you've like maybe met a girlfriend at Starbucks for a cup of coffee or done whatever you want to do, right? What I want you to do is take each of those major topics and write them down at the top of a separate sheet of paper. Okay? Okay? And then look through all of them and pick the one, Dr. Kelly, that resonates with you the most. All right? Then you're going to set your timer for 10 minutes and you're going to go write down all the minor ideas you want to make sure you cover under that major idea. And by the way, we're writing like really quick, short little things like bullets. Okay. You know, just just a few words each. Okay. You're not writing like sentences or paragraphs or anything. It's just quick bullets. Okay. All right. Okay. Then you're going to go out for date night with your husband or you know, whatever, you know, watch watch something on Netflix or answer. No, don't answer emails. Try, try to do stuff that's low tech, you know. Okay. Yeah, cook dinner for your family, whatever, okay. Then yeah. you're going to go and you're going to look over all those major topics again, and you're going to pick the next one that kind of resonates with you. Set your timer for 10 minutes and repeat the process. Write down all the minor ideas that go under that major idea. And you're going to keep doing this in 10-minute increments until you've gotten all your minor ideas underneath your major ideas. Okay? And I want you to shoot for approximately four to eight minor ideas under each of your major ideas. Okay? Okay? Now, when you've done all of them, then take all those pieces of paper and put them so you can see everything that you've written. Like Mm -hmm. you can put it on your dining room table or you can put it on your bed or on the floor or whatever you want, but just put them somewhere where you can see all of them. Okay? And then what I want you to do is look and you go, wait a minute, I put that minor idea over here, but I think it goes over there better. So see okay. if there's anything that you want to adjust. 
okay? Yeah. Now you're going to figure out what order do they go in. Yeah. Okay? So start numbering them, and as you number a piece of paper, flip it over. Okay? And, you know, start putting them in order. So maybe you've got like one, two, seven, nine, you know, and start putting them in order. Okay. So now you're going to have these, you know, ballpark 15 to 20 sheets of paper. Mm -hmm. And they have all the major ideas and all the minor ideas. And we have them in order. Okay. And now you have a book outline. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then and then you type it into your computer and send it off to your book coach, Denise. <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay. As an outline form or how just... Well... You know, you don't have to be too picky about the, you know, the I and then the I-I and I-I-I, you know. I mean, it's basically like chapter numbers, and then your minor ideas can be just bulleted, or they could be like ABC or, you know, either bullets or like ABC. Okay. Okay. And now you have a book outline. Awesome. And I have found that, like, when people try to sit down and do their book outline, like, all in, like, one giant sitting, it becomes really, really daunting. But when you break it into these little chunks like this, it's easier. And when you can visually see everything all over your dining room table kind of thing, you know, it, it helps to kind of visually sort it out in a much better way than, like, scrolling up and down on your computer screen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, plus, I just like to write it. I just like to write it, but that's just me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can tell you take notes all old school, you know, with your with your uh, spiral binder and everything. Yeah. So, anyway, any questions about that process? Uh, no, no. I mean, I think probably if you do it all in one fell swoop, too, it just gets um, monotonous and almost even just boring. Not for you, but just everything you put down becomes similar. It's it's not just monotonous, but people, I, I've never had, you know, anytime I talk to someone who said, you know, they took the whole afternoon to write their book outline or, you know, maybe they broke it into two pretty big sessions or something, it's like they always end up, I don't know, maybe they had brain farts or whatever, but, but they always end up going back and going, what was I thinking? Right. Or I just have to get this done. I know what you're thinking because I've been a procrastinator all my life. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to get 20 ideas done right now. And, and, you know, right. And it's, it's more of a, it isn't a joy, it's a chore. And this should be a chore. Right. And yeah, that's that's the idea is creating some joy by making it a short interlude and then go do yeah. something different, you know. Yeah. So anyway, seem pretty clear? Yeah. Okay. So um, whenever we meet again, and we'll figure that out in a second here, um, what I want you to do is send me the updated version of your overview. Yes. Which I want you to do that first before you start the outline and then your outline. Right. Okay. Okay. And then I also want you, like, within, I know we got a holiday this weekend and everything, but um, generally with most clients, I would say within the next day or so, send me sort of like block out time on your calendar when you're going to write. Now, I'm the kind of person when I write, I want a block of a few hours so I can, like, really dig into it. And Mm -hmm. other people are the kind of people where, like, 45 minutes to an hour, but then they're going to do it more frequently. Right, right. You know, so whatever style works for you. And I also believe it's smart to kind of sort of work with your circadian rhythms and think like what time of the day is my brain most fired up? If you're a morning person or, a, you know, whatever. I'm definitely not a night owl. 
I'll just tell you that. Me neither. I'm, Me neither. I'm, I'm definitely a morning person. So before we wrap up, what did you learn today? Oh, boy. Well, uh, that one that I can, I can do this. You know, I, I can do this. And also just the uh, taking on a daunting task like writing an overview for a book when you've never done it before can be done, especially if you break it down into manageable pieces. So don't get overwhelmed. And I also know I can always call you or message you or text you if I, if I feel like I'm done. <laughs> good, good, good. And, and, I mean, for a lot of people, you know, once they go, oh, my God, I've got to work on my outline, they're like, man, this stuff is getting real now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like if you're breaking it into small pieces, it becomes more manageable. Right. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, good. So let's book our next appointment. Okay. Okay. And I was going to suggest, oh, wait, I'm looking at December. i got to start looking at January now. Okay. I was going to suggest um, January the 10th. That would be a little bit shorter than two weeks because, you know, we, you know, you kind of push things back a few days here, but it also gets us closer to on track again. But you yeah. know, it's up to you. No, I think that's a good good time. There's, I don't have a lot going on. I, well, I don't have anything that day at all, which is good. Uh, and uh, you know, I'll have time because at that next weekend I have balloon festival in Lake Havasu, where we're going to have a table and have all kinds of stuff, and also two political meetings on that Saturday. One in Mojave County, one in Maricopa County. It's just going to be crazy. Then, of course, I'm going to the inauguration. I don't know if you knew, but, but I'm You are? You're going to Washington, D.C.? I am, yeah. yeah are yeah. you excited? I am, because I should be able to make a lot of good connections while I'm there. Um, that yeah. will help. Do you, um, do you, uh, do, are you going to, like, go to some of the she-she parties or anything? We're, yeah, I'm going to, we're going to, Katie's going with me, my daughter, you know, our daughter. Because uh, Mike has to work, and he's very upset because he didn't think to not schedule himself during the inauguration. But but Katie will go, and we're going to have a good time. And um, the two ladies are going with us too. That helped on my last campaign. That are going to help on the next campaign. So the four of us are going to have girls girl time in Washington, and we're going to go to the Arizona Ball. Which so everybody from Arizona, if you want to go, I mean it costs it costs a hundred bucks for two tickets. So. Oh, yeah, that's not a big deal. Very, very reasonable. And then I don't know if you've ever heard of Paul Nealon or not, but Paul Nealon ran against Paul Ryan in the primary. Um, He did dismally. I mean, you know, he he got less than 15%, I think. Um, But he he ran, and and I don't know how, I don't know who his connections are, but he invited me to go to this other ball called the Deplora Ball. Oh, Deplora Ball. Deplora Ball. (laughs) Okay, so now here's the most... Here's the most critical question, Dr. Kelly. What are you yeah. going to wear? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, still, I'm still working on it. I'm still working okay. on it. Okay. You know, I, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. I don't know. You know, it's I know cold. you will. I know you will. Cold, but we'll have fun. Katie and I will go shopping at some point and figure out good, what we're going to do. Good. Good. All right. So we're looking at Tuesday, January 10th. Um, we could do... Nine o'clock your time, which is eight o'clock for me, or we could do one hour earlier. Uh, whatever, whatever works for you. You want to? I'll do whatever works for you. Okay, so let's do eight o'clock your time, which is seven for me. Okay. Okay. Before da, 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 da. okay, save. Good. Yeah. So the the inauguration is on the twentieth, so that would be like a week and a half away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So okay. But, but you, you don't have any travel between now and the tenth, though, right? No, other than I'm going to Lake Havasu tomorrow, but that I don't really count that as travel. Yeah. That's well, that's just a drive, you know. So okay. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, okay. I really don't. So there's, you know, I'm speaking at a meeting on the second at night, but you know, nothing, nothing uh, earth shattering. So. Good. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay, well, um, have a wonderful new year, okay? Yeah, I will. I'm just, you know, it's it's pretty low-key new year. I have a um, really good friend, and she's having a party at her house. 
So we will watch the ball drop in New York, and then we'll watch the fireworks in Vegas, and then we'll turn around and drive home. So yes, anyway. well, we we're just going to dinner with two of our really good friends. One of Mike's friends actually that he went to high school with. Um, we just actually invested in. He's buying a landscape company. Our our friend and Mike invested in it with him, and so we're going to kind of celebrate that, which is awesome um, because. We we made a pretty small investment and now it's been um, the the bank appraised the the business and it's about nine point five times what we put in. Woo! Already before we start. So, Good for you. Good for yeah, you. So that's awesome. Jeez. So we're just gonna hang out with them. We're gonna have dinner at a nice place and we probably we will be celebrating New Year's with someone that's not at twelve o'clock. <laughs> Our oh, that's not at twelve o'clock. No, it's at, it's at 12 o'clock, but, you know, we I always say 9 o'clock or, you know, well, no, 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock is in uh, New York. That's fine. I'll celebrate with New York. If I can make it to 11 o'clock, I'll celebrate with, with that time zone. I don't know that I'll make it to 12 o'clock. The thing is, is, like, if you're an American, you have to watch the ball drop in New York. Yeah. However, here, that's 9 o'clock in the evening, you that's know, right? right? And here in Vegas, I mean, we have, like, really top-notch fireworks here, you know. So, um, anyway, this this friend of mine, she used to live in a house that was, like, on the outskirts of the Vegas Valley, so it was way up high, um, you know. And so you could see that, you know, I mean, it was, and she had windows all the way across the back of her house. Well. Now she lives in, now she just bought a home and moved in there in February. She's been really successful with her business the last couple of years. You know, and it's a beautiful home, and she, now she has this beautiful pool. She didn't have one before because she was, like, yeah. on the side of a hill and everything, except for we won't be able to see the fireworks from there. We'll, yeah. we'll just watch them on TV, you know. So, yes. anyway, but well, she's cool. Thank you for putting up with me uh, rescheduling. I appreciate that very much. And uh, yeah, no, you. It was. You know what? I would far rather that you push it back a couple days so that you can take the time to do it well, than you know, like slam through it so you can make that exact appointment time. Far rather. Yeah. So all right. Just for well, future knowledge. I'll get you some time, uh, and I'll redo my my overview and uh, awesome. get to work on the the outline. Okay. All right. Bye. Good. Once you got your outline done, it's book writing time. So. Talk to you soon. Take care. Okay. Be bye-bye. happy. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.